How many times have you thought about quitting your job and starting a new life? Hey, I'm Lindsay, the girl who actually did that. And now I'm on a mission to change the nine to five narrative that dreading Monday and working for the weekend is normal and acceptable. My goal is to help you see your potential beyond your credentials, gain clarity on what it means to live life on your own terms, and build the confidence to go after your dream career. I'm here to prove to you that it's possible for you to do work you love, make a positive impact on the world, make even more money than you're making right now, and live a deeply fulfilling life. So let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm here today with Patricia Lindner, founder of the Career Compass TM, giving professionals a compass to the career and life they love. Patricia is a best-selling author, teacher, trained intuitive healer, soul art guide, and human design specialist on a mission to disrupt the patterns of shame, guilt, and fear and help extraordinary women expand into their fullness. I absolutely cannot wait to dive into this conversation. So without further ado, Patricia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Lindsay, and for the beautiful introduction. I can't wait to talk about everything that unfolds in our conversation. Yeah, I'm super excited. So to start, tell us a little bit more about who you are and what it is that you do. So the very background is me being a teacher and teacher's trainer, having worked for 17 plus years in sort of the corporate field. And I really loved this. But there was always this inner calling that there is more and I wouldn't answer this call. So my body really showed me the way to really get to this full alignment, to leave my comfort zone of pain and to really access the zone of genius, which I hopefully am in right now. And this was five years ago when I decided to really put together everything that I experienced, everything that I learned, that I studied the psychological, the energetic background, the creative stuff. And so I applied this for myself and now I do this for my clients who want to leave their soul-sucking career and break free so that they can follow their calling. And I'm curious, what is it that most of your clients are struggling with when they come to you? I know that you kind of specialize in helping women navigate their career when they're feeling stuck. So what is it that these women are usually struggling with? Or what kind of common challenges do you see across these women who are all kind of feeling stuck in their life? Yeah, so this is funny that you asked this question because I looked at all the notes that I took just a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and there is this common denominator that is they feel unfulfilled. They always say, I feel so unfulfilled, there's something missing and I want to have fulfillment in all areas of my life. It feels as someone clipped my wings I want the magic and the joy back. I don't want to regret that I didn't live life to the fullest. And then oftentimes it is not just the job area. Then it comes to this point where there are 
maybe some health issues because of the misalignment, some mm-hmm. relationship issues. And they most of the time hide, dial down their light. They have this, I don't want to say low self-confidence, but some issues with their self-worth. They don't dare to shine they don't dare to show up and Mm. they hold back. They put on this invisibility cloak. That's something that is another really, really common denominator in the people I work with. Although they really do an amazing job in what they do, they hold back. They make themselves smaller than they are and they don't know how to take this leap. Mm, Yeah, I think I'm sure that resonates with a lot of the women listening. I know that is how I felt in a lot of ways just a few years ago. So what do you think it is that keeps so many of us stuck? And why are so many of us feeling unfulfilled in our careers and in our lives? I think it is an upper limit problem and that comes from the conditioning. Most of the time it comes from our childhood stories, the education. There is so much false narrative going on in our heads. That's like a default circuit that keeps us in this story that we are telling ourselves. Negative self-talk going on and this just makes like traces in the brain that feel like this is my reality that's who I am and this keeps them stuck there are barriers for example so one barrier is that many 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 women especially women they feel somewhere somehow to a certain extent I am flawed maybe they feel like I'm a failure how could I deserve doing this great job having this great life And so as long as they have this barrier inside of them, they don't dare to be courageous because whenever they try, and this is the rubber band that I mentioned, they try to step out of this comfort zone, they immediately are called back because something happens. And this is only one example that holds people back. And of course, uncertainty and the fear of the unknown because We know the comfort zone, even if it is painful. So it is easy Mm -hmm. to stay in the known. And it is so hard to leave behind what feels so familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that hits pretty much all of the fears and doubts and everything that is going through our minds when we're at that point in our life certainly resonates with me. And I'm curious, you mentioned that you kind of felt in your body and that's what triggered you to kind of make a change in your life. So can you explain more about what it was that you were feeling that kind of signaled that it was time to make a change? Yeah, Lindsay, it feels like this was not just a signal. This was like a horror story going on inside my body. So I had a lot of pain going on in the muscles, in the joints, like nerve issues. And I always, I pulled myself out of bed. I put on this happy face. I went to my amazing career, showed up in high heels Mm -hmm. and maybe swallowed a couple of painkillers before that. But my body would not shut up. And this is, I think, the body never lies. 
And the body is really our very best friend to yeah, show us and point towards something that needs to be changed so that we can expand. Pain is always this like dense energy. That's the way I feel it. And there was so much pain. And still, and I think no one is perfect. I still get those signals when something is out of alignment, then my body immediately kicks in. And so I think this is part of the journey to really listen to the emotions, listen to the body, the signals, and not just cover them up. And yeah, yeah then then just, just stay in this comfort zone of pain. Yeah, I think that's so important. And so many of us ignore those signs that our body is telling us. And it's so important to really tune into your body. And it's fascinating how, you know, our bodies literally hold emotions and hold energy. And there's so much wisdom within us that a lot of us don't even realize. So did you notice changes pretty much right away after you kind of left your job and started your business? Or was it more of a process for you of kind of healing whatever that pain was that was going on in your body? So I think there are immediate changes when we speak about feeling this liberation, this freedom, more space. Mm -hmm. But Honestly, it was a long and winding road because I would not trust, I would not trust the body signals. And so I really needed to go on this long and winding road journey mm -hmm. trip to really freeing myself step by step and always yeah. making one step in this direction, then going two steps back. And so it took me a couple of years to realize that I can trust. And then I used mm. many of my tools and techniques to get out of the head and into the body, into the heart and into the soul so that I could hear the truth and that I could get the messages and the clarity on what step next, what action step to take. Mm. And then it got easier and easier and easier. Yeah. So can you walk us through what are some of those modalities that you use in the work that you do? I know you have a long list of certifications of different things that you do. So what are some of those tools that you used on yourself and also now with your clients? Yeah. First of all, I really need to share this because just hearing you say there is this long list of certifications and I always thought, hmm, That makes me the check of all trades because I'm not doing this one thing. I'm known for this. And now it feels like this is a, a, a gem because I can highly customize whatever my clients need. And so if people are open to creativity, I love doing a creative process that is called soul and body wisdom art, where mm. they tune into their body wisdom and go on a creative journey where they produce something just from tuning into the body, taking the outline of the body and going with the flow, letting go of the outcome, and then having a conversation with this piece of artwork so that they really get some news, get some new stuff and guidance on how to really move forward. This is for those who are open to creativity. Mm. What I always or most of the time do with people is human design. 
I don't know if you know about human design. Yeah, I know a little bit. I did have a human design reading. I'm uh -huh. a generator. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I know a little bit about my own design, but human design is such a complex practice or, you know, whatever you want to call it, that I can't possibly say that I understand it fully. So that's why I'm really excited to talk more about it with you. Yeah. And so that's what I heard from so many people that it is so complex and overwhelming. And yeah. lots of people told me, and I got those 80 pages around, <laughs> I'm a generator and do this and that, and I don't know what. And I broke this down. And I think this is one of the things that I really can do well to make those complicated things so easy that they are tailor-made and intuitively broken down to what people need when it comes to who they are, what their energetic blueprint is, what their gems and jewels are, what the challenges are, and what they are capable of. And nothing is set in stone so I don't like those 80 pages of print work or yeah. printed paper work. It is always something in motion and in movement, but it gives me and the client a great picture of what is possible, of maybe some hidden pieces and bits. And I combine it oftentimes with other assessment types and Then they go on this journey of really creating the compass from within. Because mm -hmm. I think it is a lie that someone from outside could tell you what your career goal should be, what your career path should look like, what to do. It always needs to be in alignment. And I trust that everything is already inside of everyone We just can't access it. And so this is a highly intuitive, very creative, joyful work. And it doesn't feel like work that reveals over a couple of weeks what the person's purpose, the calling really is. And so they can use this as a map to move forward. And so this is just a little insight into what I do. Yeah, I love what you said. And I completely agree that we can't look to something or someone outside of us to know the answers. And I think we always have that within us. And a lot of us have just been conditioned to not trust our own intuition. And so tuning back into that is so important. And I think human design, for me, it, it feels exactly like a compass, right? Where it's kind of this guide of how can I make those decisions, especially as a generator, it feels like I literally have a compass inside of me. And so that's a really good, I think, framework for understanding human design. But let's dive into it a little bit more. So can you explain what human design is for people who have never heard of it before? The one thing that I wish I had done when I first started my business was open a business credit card. Please don't be like me and put all your business expenses on your personal credit card. It is a nightmare for accounting purposes. It brought down my credit score and I was missing out on the low interest rates and amazing rewards that come with getting a business credit card. What was I doing I have no idea, but last year I finally got the Chase Inc. business cash card and I have been 
loving it. There's no annual fee, 0% APR for the first year, and I get 5% cash back on my purchases. Plus, you can earn $750 in bonus cash back if you spend $7,500 in the first three months after opening your account. I'm going to be honest, I didn't have enough expenses to get that bonus, but if you're planning to work with a business coach, buy a new laptop, hire a web designer, or any other major expenses up front, this is the perfect time to apply for a business credit card. And you know, your girl is here to hook you up. So to compare Inc. business credit cards and find the right card to help you turn that dream business into a reality, go to lindsayhanson.com slash chase today. And did I mention the best part? My business expenses no longer affect my personal credit score. We are back up and we are staying up, babes. Find your best fit business credit card today at lindsayhanson.com slash chase. Sure. So human design is a method that sounds a little bit like astrology because you take the date of birth, the time of birth and the place where people were born. Mm-hmm. And then you get the chart and you are either a generator as you are or a manifesting generator. That's what I am. And then there are a couple of other types and they all have their topics, their themes, their typical challenges and strategies on how to really move forward to make decisions that could be listening to the gut. And I guess this is your motor that you listen to your gut response. I just assumed that by listening to what you said. And so it is a fusion of quantum physics. It's a fusion of astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah and the chakra system. And Just by looking at the chart, you can see so many things that are really complicated to share in a nutshell, Mm -hmm. but it gives you the energetics of the person. For example, how they communicate, what the fears are, what the perception of self is. If there is pressure around the root chakra, that means they are constantly working on their to-do lists if they are influenced by emotions of others or if they are very open to spiritual ideas, if they are ready to really embark on a journey of being an entrepreneur or if there are other ideas around this. And you could really talk about human design for hours because it works for relationships, it works for job. And for me, it is a validation for people that they really can be who they are And oftentimes their eyes fill with tears because they said, I knew that this is me and I wondered why this is so weird about me. And now you really confirm this. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned conditioning. And I think this is a very important thing to work on to really get rid of this old and dusty museum of limiting beliefs of old memories that keep us from moving forward and Human design is one thing that opens the eyes. And then there are several other great and rapid working tools that free people from their beliefs and patterns that limit them. Yeah, I think when I had my human design reading, it was definitely very validating. (laughs) And it was kind of creepy how on point it was. And I just felt like all of these things that I knew to be true about me were just validated, right? And it became so clear of 
where that conditioning was coming in. So I can use myself as an example. I'm a sacral generator. So for me, that means I have this kind of gut feeling, sacral intuition inside of me where I immediately know whether something is a yes or a no for me. And I can trust that all the time. But we are conditioned to not trust our gut instinct a lot of the times, right? We're conditioned to think through things and think through decisions logically and think about all the possibilities and weigh the pros and cons and all of these things. And so I think for a lot of my life, I felt like I couldn't trust that gut instinct. And it was just very validating for me to know that, no, this is how I'm designed. And I can trust my intuition and my sacral kind of pulls all the time. And it's not necessarily always going to make logical sense. (laughs) But I have that inner knowing of what is right for me and what's not right for me. And all of you listening who have been following me for any length of time are going to say, yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense for Lindsay, right? Because the path that I've been on and quitting my job and going all in on my business was definitely not a logical decision, but it was, I just always had this internal knowledge that it was the right decision for me, even though I had no idea how it was going to work out. And I remember one of the things that she said when I had my reading was like, you don't ever have to know the how of how things are going to unfold. But if you follow, you know, your sacral intuition, follow what's a yes, say no to the things that are a no, then things are always going to fall into place for you. And that very much is representative of how I've created the life that I now have. So it was definitely a very validating experience. Yeah, I believe that. And I just, yeah, I just thought about how brave you are and how courageous you are. Because many people, just by knowing the human design or knowing the maybe the gut is my guidance, Mm -hmm. they deny this guidance because of their conditioning. And I think this is oftentimes the most important work. So if you know where you want to go to, and if you have this vision of what you really, really desire, then there oftentimes is this barrier that like really rubber bends you back into this old comfort zone of trust the pros and cons, yeah. trust the mind. And then you really have to look at where does this come from? How can I get rid of this? And how can I get rid of this without re-traumatizing and without going to psychotherapy. And so I love that there are so so many easy ways to cut this rubber band that is not letting you level up and make this big leap into the life that you desire and that you deserve. Yeah, I think that's a really good metaphor to use. So I'm curious, is it only for generators that we kind of have that intuitive knowing or does that apply to all the other human design types as well? So this is, I call the motors. So Mm -hmm. this is your instinct, your authority. And so yours is the gut. Mm -hmm. This could be for other types as well, not for all of them. Other types could have the spleen, which is the animal instinct, just knowing it in an instant, like an animal, just knowing I need to flee, I need to fight, I need to do this and that. And this is just in a second. And they might not have this gut yes or gut no. 
Then my inner authority is the solar plexus. That means I have to really wait for clear emotions. Mm. So not going with the waves and making decisions because I'm so happy or I'm so drained and maybe angry, just waiting for clear emotions. And so when emotions are clear, then you can go on this decision-making process. Others have their willpower as the inner motor. And just yesterday, I had a reading with an amazing artist, and she had a very rare type of inner guidance that is the self-guidance Hmm. Which is hard to grab because it is like like the butterfly wings in this sternum area. But she has this knowingness and she just has to listen to her inner knowingness and trust. So there are several other possibilities. And then, of course, there is the reflector. That means there is no inner guidance at all. And this sounds like, oh, that's horrible, which is not the reflector has to really look on the outside and collect the information over a period of 29 days, like the moon cycle, and really look into the internet, talk to people, read and find out and journal about it, and really taking all the information and then deciding on which way to go. So mm. there are so many possibilities and options in a human design. And I hope this just gave you a little insight. Yeah, no, it definitely did. It's so interesting how all of us are so different. And like, for me, when you were talking about spending 29 days, like basically researching your decisions, I was like, Oh my God, that sounds exhausting. Because for me, I can really, you know, make decisions kind of in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 29 days from now, I'm not even going to be interested in whatever this thing is anymore. Yeah, that's because it's your type. (laughs) Yeah, it's so interesting. So how do you incorporate human design into the work that you do? Let's say you have a client who comes to you because they're feeling stuck in their career. How would you use human design to help them navigate what their next step is? Mm -hmm. So first of all, I use it in different ways that depends on the person. So oftentimes I use it in this first assessment phase to really tune into the energetics of the person using other assessments that are very intuitive and combining them. But just the client that I talked about with the self-authority, I did it in the end of our work together because it felt like I want her to really tap into her energy, into her in a compass without being so focused on the human design. And I just decided this and I talked with her about the fact that I would love to really do this in the end to validate her process and to not distract her decisions. So I wanted her to really step into her power and then Mm. get the confirmation in the end and maybe some extras around this And so either in the beginning or in the end, and what I do for each and every one who is not working with me, I offer those like 15 minutes looking at the chart and talking about one interesting factor thing that might be helpful, but not diving deeply into that. And so this depends on the person. 
Yeah. Okay. So how could the listeners get started if they wanted to learn more about human design and about their own design type? So I really openly invite each and everyone who is listening to really book a 15-minute session with me to get to know their design, to just have a look at their chart and to just feel free to use those 15 minutes and not more without any obligation to see, ah, this is my design, this is my authority, this mm. is the way it looks and this is one thing I really could focus on. This is so valuable. And I don't know if you could post the link somewhere underneath the, the show information or they could go to my website and there is a link to sign up. Okay, and what is your website link? My website link is www.patricialindner.com. So there are two N's in my surname. Yes, I will definitely put that in the show notes and the YouTube description for you guys. And I'd love for you to share a little bit more about your Career Compass program and the work that you do with your clients and how you help them to work through all of those fears, doubts, limiting beliefs mm -hmm. that are keeping them stuck. Yeah, sure, I can do that. So it is more or less, I don't want to say there is this, so even though you said there is this career compass TM, there is this proven method, I don't want to call it this method because I always want to highly customize it. But it is more or less this three steps to really liberating people and helping them find their calling and really doing the next action step the real step on their path. And it starts with this assessment. Then it starts with creating this map that I mentioned before that is digging deeper, digging deeper into very creative, very fun activities that are oftentimes very fast-paced that get people out of their heads and into their hearts that are about what are my values? What is my perfect day? If I had five lives besides the one I have, what would I do? Who would I be? Or what would I be? So many, many activities over the course of several weeks so that they create this map. And then there is a phase where we could talk about what sorts of careers would fit this map. And mm. they can easily check the map and just look at their old job and figure out Oh, okay, I'm not aligned in this area, not aligned in that, not aligned in this area. That's why I'm not fulfilled. Then there are those limiting beliefs, those conditionings, and that's what keeps my clients oftentimes stuck. It is great to have the compass. It's great to have the vision. I could do this. I could have this amazing career. Mm -hmm. But then how could I take the big leap? Then I work a lot with an energy psychology method called logosynthesis, which is amazing. That's what was my lifesaver. This is just by the power of words. You get rid of all the limitations that you have and you don't even have to know them because no one knows all the limitations. How could you? Yeah. And this is really freeing the space clearing some limitations, clearing some false beliefs, clearing some old memories that keep them stuck or future fantasies. There are oftentimes fantasies mm. of what could happen. Clearing this in an easy and rapid working sustainable way 
And finally, I do a phase with them where they create their action steps. That is a vision walk where they really get impulses and information about the next steps. I use energetic healings. I do aura and chakra readings with them if they are open to the spiritual path and many more many more. But I think this is the outline of how I prepare them or I guide them. And I need to say I'm just the guide. They already know it and I help them to really unfold and unleash their power. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like such a comprehensive program. And like you said, really tailored to what each individual client needs and kind of how they're going to learn and integrate the concepts best. So... Should the listeners go to your website to learn more about that program? They can go to my website. There is like a short information around what I do. And there is the link to the free human design reading. And they could also, I would love to really chat about what they need in a free like consultation, like strategy session to really figure out, because I think this is the mission that I am on. I want no one to really suffer from pain, to suffer from this unfulfillment and feeling like buried alive. That's what I felt. And helping them really get clear what they need, no matter if they would love to work with me or not. So I could share another link with you where they could hop on a call with me without any obligation. Okay. Yeah, I'll be sure to link all of that in the show notes for you guys. And Patricia, before we wrap up, I always like to ask, what is the biggest piece of advice that you have for the woman listening who is feeling stuck and unfulfilled in her career? Oh, there is this big sigh coming up. And this always takes me to the picture of just think about you being, I don't know if I should share this because this sounds so negative, but just think about you being 88 years old and looking back on your life. And then just looking at this woman that with 20, 30 or 40 felt so unfulfilled and she went on and she went on because she thought she needed to keep up appearances or do things in a certain way and didn't dare to be this fulfilled, joyful person. This is just being really regretful. And I think the time is now, now that you are young, now that you have all your life in front of you, the time is now to really change this and to step into your zone of genius, your full potential, so that you don't have to regret it when you are 88. I love that piece of advice so much. Patricia, is there anything else you'd like to share or anywhere that the listeners can connect with you, social media, anything like that? They can connect on many social media channels like Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn. But honestly, I'm not the social media very active person. <laughs> so I'm more about this communication. And yeah, so I would love to share that I enjoyed our conversation so much and that your listeners should be so grateful to have such an amazing podcast personality that shares so many amazing gems, jewels and gifts with them. So this is so great to talk talk to you that's it felt so deep 
Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm sure the listeners got a lot out of this conversation. So thank you again for coming on and sharing all of this. And I will leave the link to your website in the show notes for anyone who wants to dive a little bit deeper on this work. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and thank you for sharing this. All right, my loves, thank you so much for tuning in. If you're looking for more content to help you leave your nine to five, make money online and create a life of freedom doing work you love, come hang out with me on social media. You can find me at Lindsay M. Hansen on Instagram and on TikTok. Also, come join the Quit Your Job Sis Facebook group so you can connect with me and your fellow listeners and get an amazing community to support you on your journey. If you love this episode, please be sure to share it on social media, share it with your friends or your coworkers, and go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so we can get the show out to all my corporate babes and entrepreneurs who need to hear it. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and being on this journey with me. I love you, I appreciate you, I am here for you always, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.